This summer on Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier, we're going to talk about five threats to harmony in your family. So we invite you to join us for this series on growing through challenges with unresolved grief, boundaries, people-pleasing, triangulation, and dysfunctional roles. We'll be bringing you into our Soul Shepherding Counseling Office to learn from people who have made positive changes in their families. Our prayer is to help you experience greater emotional and spiritual health in your family and all of your relationships. Hello, Soul Talks friends. So glad to have you tuning in with us and want to especially say hi to Jim and Lindsay Long back in Georgia. Appreciated hearing from you, Jim. He said to us, your Soul Shepherding podcast is like being with you. It always feels like a cool drink of water when I am so thirsty. It leaves me full of joy and peace. Oh, thanks, Jim. What an encouragement our listeners are to us, honey. We just, you know, sit here in front of these microphones and wonder if it's making any difference. So it's it's always encouraging to hear from our listeners. Uh, it's good to see your faces, uh, many of you that we know and people who have contacted us and to know that you're listening in with us now. We're in community here, yeah. and we're going to be actually be with uh, Jim and Lindsay at our Institute Week. Looking forward to that. We've got two Institute Weeks coming up this summer. We do. Five days of, of uh, training in spiritual formation and soul care, and our Spiritual Leadership Week has uh, an opening or two left. Yeah, and in fact, you might be interested in that. It's July 23rd to 27th in Orange County, California, and we're going to be talking, one of the things we talk about in spiritual leadership is boundaries, and that's what we're talking about today on Soul Talks. Yeah, setting boundaries is a a fundamental thing in in life and in relationship, and it seems like everybody that we talk to in our Soul Shepherding Counseling Office and in all the other settings that we minister in Boundaries are a problem. They're an issue. They're a challenge. They are. I'm thinking of a couple, Courtney and Michael will will make up false names for them to protect confidentiality. But uh, when they came to us, they were having marital issues and listening to them, there was just a world of hurt and anger. And that, you know, that's really a trigger. I, I have learned this from you early in our marriage. Remember you saying, well, if you're feeling angry about that, you need to ask where you didn't set a boundary that you needed to set because probably a boundary was crossed. And that has been such a helpful tool for me in my own life because I found that to be true. And then also working with people. Well, that's my struggle. When I'm, when I'm angry, I need to l- look at well, what am I not taking care of in my own life for, for myself and where am I not being honest and direct with somebody to set a limit. So as our listeners listen to us talk about Michael and Courtney, uh, you know, maybe the Lord will highlight an area in your life where maybe he wants to teach you to set some boundaries in love. Jesus set boundaries. You wrote about that in the Easy Yoke book, chapter 8. Yeah, one of his teachings on boundaries is a, a pretty famous teaching, but we maybe don't think of it as having to do with setting limits and boundaries. In uh, Matthew 7, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks and keeps asking, receives. Those who seek and keep seeking, find. And uh, to those who knock and keep knocking, the door will be opened. Well, that, that's surprising. That doesn't sound like boundaries. I think of boundaries as say no, and you're talking about asking. 
Because when we are asking for what we need, we're taking responsibility for ourselves, mm. And we're saying, hey, this is important to me. This is how I feel. It would really help me if you could do this. And uh, it, it, the very nature of boundaries is that they uh, help us to know ourselves and define ourselves and be ourself. Something that we teach is that boundaries are like a property line that you have for your, your home, your yard, and so forth. Your, your property needs definition. This is your space. This is your living space. And here's your door. It opens and closes. And so boundaries are about uh, self-expression, being ourself and our personality. So in our Soul Shepherding Institute and spiritual and psychological growth that we're going to be doing here in a couple of weeks, we talk about how boundaries are a part of our psychological development, that we actually begin to learn or not learn important boundaries pretty early on in life. Yeah, it's, it's part of our formation in our early years as a child, uh, beginning to uh, come into being as a, a person with a unique personality and beginning to differentiate self from others and uh, understanding that I have desires and needs and feelings and learning to put words to that, learning how to express that, learning how to work these things through in relationship. So boundaries are not only about saying no, they're also about saying yes. Well, and some people that we've worked with are wounded in the area of boundaries because when they tried to say no as a child, the consequences were, you know, really huge for them, um, even experiencing disregard. They couldn't say no. Their boundaries were, you know, overridden or ignored, violated. So this can be a painful area for people, but there's, there's hope in that we can grow, we can learn. It's not too late. Yeah, so in Courtney and Michael's case, they came to us for help in their relationship. They're uh, getting along better and uh, their closeness, their intimacy and, and so forth. And it's very typical, they, but they didn't realize that embedded in that were boundary problems. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't just a, a closeness problem. It was a separateness problem. Yeah, And it was a, a communicating of that separateness, that differing needs and desires was central to the conflict that they were having. Yeah, so one of the things we did with them was help them kind of look at some of the areas where they their marriage was really being hurt, their soul was being hurt by lack of boundaries. So in their case, he had his own business, and he loved it, he was passionate about it, he was helping a lot of people, he employed a lot of people that really were dependent upon the, their job, and that felt good to him. But he didn't have ba- good boundaries with his work. He was overworking. And he, he was taking resources from the family and investing them in his business. And it was hurting his wife and children. And he, he didn't really realize that. And she was pastor of care ministries at her church. These are great people. I mean, if you knew these people, this couple, mm-hmm. you would love them. You would enjoy them. You would want to be with them. You would respect them mm-hmm. because they're great people with great hearts. Friendly Their and intentions were good. Yeah. They didn't mean to be hurting anybody. They just didn't know how to have healthy boundaries, and they didn't know that they needed them in order to really love the Lord and others as themselves. So so often we, we can be more gracious and kind uh, to people that we're working with or people that we minister to or people that we intersect with the church or in the community than we are with our own spouse or mm-hmm. our own family. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that was the case. So in this case, she she was working at the church, doing great and important ministry, caring for people, but she was burned out and she was exhausted and she was wanting to retire because she didn't know any better way. She didn't know how to set boundaries with her work or with the people and their needs, so she just wanted to quit. Mm-hmm. But she was angry because he his work wasn't providing enough for their family, so she had to work. So it was exacerbating this, and yet her working was all or nothing mm-hmm. because she didn't know how to set those smaller boundaries. Yeah, and then that was erupting into the, the anger and the unresolved conflicts between the two of them, which was affecting their son and their daughter. Well, it was because neither of them were caring for their soul because their lack of boundaries in their work was keeping them from having the time they needed with the Lord and their own spiritual health was really suffering. Their relational health was suffering. And then, as you said, their children were suffering because they didn't have the energy to set boundaries with their children. So their children had too much freedom. Their children were adolescents. But then there are children's also got engulfed in lack of boundaries because they wanted, they loved their children and they wanted to have relationship in, in, with their children. So the problem was she became too enmeshed with her daughter and he became too enmeshed with his son. And so sometimes there was overindulgence there and some spoiling going on there where they didn't have boundaries with their kids because they didn't have energy. It takes energy to set boundaries and they wanted that feel good with their kids and, and they were loving, but also they didn't really know how to set those boundaries. And it takes energy to facilitate a relationship that's warm and close and mutually satisfying, where there's affirmation, encouragement, spending quality time together, really listening with empathy. And so uh, we can get uh, sort of behind the eight ball in, in our life and where we're, we're not investing the energy that uh, we need in order to get the energy that will make mm-hmm. life fulfilling and, and more meaningful and vibrant. And so th- you talk about soul care and the time that they needed uh, just spiritually with, with the Lord and um, Bible reading and in worship and uh, meditation and so forth. They also were, uh, each of them, neglectful of a soul friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't participating in a small group and they, they weren't really sharing their life vulnerably with Mm-mm. anybody uh, no. except us in the therapy yeah. office. Thankfully. And we were trying <laughs> yeah. to teach them this, you know, and, and it takes, takes some time. But without that input, that, that inflow of compassion and grace and uh, quietness and reflection and, and, and peace from feeling loved by God and by others and, and so forth, there's just an empty tank in there mm-hmm. and uh, not having the energy then to, um, to deal with the conflicts and to, to work issues through. All, all works together. It does. Yeah. And you know, honey, you have really been intentional to study about what Jesus said about setting boundaries and his example of that and really look at the gospels and how Jesus set boundaries and where he set boundaries. And that's, that's been an example where I think you did that personally for you, mm-hmm. but then it's been so helpful to me. And now, you know, you share it in a book and in our institute and when we speak and when we help people. This is what I always try to do uh, and love doing is to look at Jesus. Just, you know, read the Gospels over and over. You and I listened to the Gospel of Mark and saw it performed by uh, Max McLean uh, word for word, you know. Mm -hmm. And so we had that in our DVD and we just spent an hour and a half just in, in the Gospel of Mark. We've done that a number of times. I read it straight through recently and I'm looking at Jesus, 
and one of my Bible studies uh, is this one on Jesus set boundaries and is helping. And I mean, so many examples of this, the accepting the limits of 24 hours in a day. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't see Jesus trying to cram 24, 25 hours in a day. You don't see him rushing around. Uh, I slip into that sometimes and uh, many of our listeners do. And so constantly recalibrating around, no, God didn't give me too much to do. I don't need to be in a hurry. You know, that's a big one. That was a big one for, for both Michael and Courtney, because, you know, she being in ministry, there's always more people to help. Mm-hmm. And, and so being able to learn from Jesus that Jesus only had three years on the, this earth with so many people he could have healed and he could have helped, but he needed to have some boundaries in order for his ministry to be sustainable. And Courtney needed to learn that too. Because she, she's a testimony. If you talk to Courtney, she will tell you, yeah, compassion fatigue is a real thing. Mm-hmm. When you just keep giving out uh, listening and care and kindness and helpfulness and serving people, uh, even when you love it, and that's, that's your personality, and even when people are appreciating you and you're seeing fruit from it, if you're not balancing those outflows with inflows, mm-hmm. you're going to get compassion fatigue. And that's right. what happened to her. She, yeah. she collapsed in a, in a puddle, so to speak, uh, her soul with us because she, she, it was just time for her to receive some compassion. Right. Yeah. And then Michael, he had a different drive driving his lack of boundaries at work. And that was the possibilities. He, he was always just around the corner from mm-hmm. making this big profit. And then his wife was going to be able to quit and stay home with their kids. And then they were going to be able to get that dream vacation house. And so he wasn't setting boundaries at work because he was always thinking, well, if I just give this and I just do this and I just pursue this one more, you know, contract or, or mm-hmm. client or whatever. And so there was always this, this dreaming and this possibilities. Yeah. I can relate to Michael in that, as you know, it's the, um, the idealist, the, the romantic, the let's make a deal. Uh, some of our listeners are like that. If you're in sales or marketing, uh, a lot of us in ministry where we've got something we're excited about that's coming around the corner that we can we can start this, we can work on that, we can meet this person, implement this idea, you know, write this new Bible study or this new book or this new sermon series, and we get excited about that, that starting this this new thing and how it's going to help people and, you know, but boundaries are about reality mm-hmm. and we need to acknowledge those limits. And Jesus is a master at this. I don't know if uh, you listening, if you thought about Jesus walking away from entire villages of needy people. Oh. Because the father said it was time to go on to another village. How do you do that? <laughs> well, you and I would have just set up camp in the one village. It's like, okay, we'll start seeing therapy clients here. <laughs> There's people need more help and we'll go deeper with them. And, oh, here's some, they need help in their marriage. And <laughs> Jesus went deep with people, but he said, okay, it's time to go to another city now. And he, he got the bird's eye view and prayer with the father and, and he set those limits. Thankful for that. Yeah, and I think when we don't set those limits, it it does hurt our soul, it hurts our relationship, and and it hurts those near us. So I want to go back to how Courtney and Michael's children were so hurt Mm -hmm. by this, because they started to, out of the the enmeshment and the entitlement that they got from their parents, just, you know giving them the fun stuff and the good stuff, and but their parents being too busy to really be there for them. Yeah, that's, um, let's just pause okay. in a moment because that's such a key point for our listeners to understand that when we uh, spoil a child, whether they're young or older or anybody for that matter, usually it's a combination of those two things you just said. Mm-hmm. 
it's not just like buying them too much stuff. Right. That's sort of the obvious side of it. But the more important part is the underside, that there's a emotionally, relationally, there's something missing, mm-hmm. very important in the way of the the bonding or the nurture or the empathy. And when that quality of care is not there, but then there's this unconscious substitution mm-hmm. that, well, I'll, I'll give you stuff or I'll do fun mm-hmm. things with you or mm-hmm. I'll fill you up with affirmations. Usually some of that's funneled by guilt because they aren't able to mm-hmm. be there. And so yeah. these good things that we might be doing to, uh, to love our, our, our child mm-hmm. or, or somebody else actually become toxic mm-hmm. in a, in a uh, slippery, sneaky, subtle, unconscious way Yeah, because of the, the lack of the, the personal care. That's what we really need. Mm-hmm. So I always say this is like uh, feeding, some, uh, feeding on uh, ice cream sundaes yeah. or cookies and thinking that's going to be your diet. It's like, mm-hmm. well, that's great for dessert, but you know, where are you going to get the protein and where are you going to get the, the nutrients and the vitamins? Well, yeah. you need some vegetables. And yeah. 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 And so what, what was happening with their kids is their kids were starting to, you know, in the teenage years, they had all this freedom because their parents were so busy. And so they were experimenting and they were starting to get in trouble. And then the parents would come down with these huge boundaries of discipline to teach, you know, try to teach them that they can't do this. And it was just so destructive to the relationship with the kids because here they'd had no boundaries. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there were these big, huge ones. And then the, the reality was that Courtney and Michael couldn't sustain and carry through with those boundaries consistently in a helpful way because they didn't have, you know, they had all these other needs pulling on them. And in addition to that, they had aging parents and their needs pulling on them. Uh, there, that was a whole other area where some of the, they weren't setting boundaries with siblings. And so they were taking too much responsibility, you know, on their own for the care of the parents and resenting that and resenting the other person for not setting boundaries with their family and um, their spouse. So there was just, it can have this big, huge ripple effect if you're broken in the area of boundaries. Yeah. You, what you're bringing out is the all or nothing extremes mm-hmm. and how it's, um, uh, easier to go from no boundaries to boundaries that are, are too loud mm-hmm. and too extreme than to uh, do the littler boundaries of speaking the truth in love, uh, patiently working through a conflict, uh, listening with empathy, uh, taking courage, especially if you're a pleaser type of personality to say, you know, th- this is what I need. This is how that feels for me. And so we did a lot of work with Michael and Courtney to help them articulate uh, their emotions to mm-hmm. each other and, and really for their own self. Yes. They, they needed to hear themselves say what they were feeling and needing. Yeah. And really even to do that, they needed to hear us say it. Yeah, and A lot of people don't understand that, that for many of us to adequately express ourselves requires being with somebody who is really emotionally present to us mm-hmm. and especially helpful if they're also prayerful with us so that we can have the, the space to begin to formulate those deeper thoughts and feelings. And we have somebody putting energy and, and wording into that for us so that we can begin to, to blossom yeah. and to be like that child that begins to hatch and smile and engage and warm up like our, our granddaughter is starting to do. It's already beginning. That little self is beginning to form 
But, you know, we need that all through life. Somebody that pays attention to us and, and mirrors us so that we can find ourselves and be ourselves. And that's really what's at the, the core of the foundation of developing boundaries that we were helping this couple with. Yeah, and, and helping them, giving them permission to set boundaries and to and for the other one too. And, you know, that doesn't always feel good when somebody's setting a boundary with you. Uh, so teaching them to be gracious with that and understanding and communicate why they need that boundary and also understanding that boundaries are movable. Just because I'm setting that boundary now doesn't mean it's a forever a boundary. Uh, you know, we have to do some experimenting, I think, sometimes with this. And so helping, we helped them with that, with, well, let's, what if we started with this boundary right now, you know, and, and help them just get used to setting a boundary and maintaining it. And then, oh, well, actually, that was a little bit too big a boundary or it, it, it could be lowered a little bit or it could have a gate in it or, you know, maybe it needs to be more here. And it's helping them pay attention to this and learn and, and communicate about it. Well, like, for instance, with her parents, that was important, uh, some of the boundaries that she was setting with them uh, because the, the way that she was responding, to, uh, particularly to her mom's needs, on one hand, was uh, wonderful, you know, a loving daughter, but her difficulty with managing the time and sort of not, you know, rescuing her mom and not doing all of the care because her siblings needed to do some of it. Mm-hmm. And that was that was costing the family. That was uh, a source of resentment for Michael. It was affecting their son and their daughter. And so uh, she needed to look at that. Mm-hmm. But prior to talking with us, it was just an argument. Right. You know, and she right. just resented it and felt mm-hmm. blamed and judged and yeah. criticized. And he was doing a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And so helping him to uh, take ownership and responsibility for uh, his emotions and his needs without without judging her and articulating that honestly and helping her to listen from a non-defensive posture to hear what, what he's what his emotions really are going on there and then also to say well what her struggle is what what she's feeling there and how she feels pulled you know between the two but then the the two of them doing that work that really helped their kids yeah and they and they were so courageous to come and to do this work and I think it is a courageous thing. If you ask somebody who knows you well and is looking at your life, you know, where do I need some boundary adjustments? Mm-hmm. And can you help me with that? Because, and, and we can ask the Holy Spirit, the wonderful counselor. There's so many proverbs you. about this, about the wise person seeking feedback. You know? So, Lord, we are so thankful for Jesus, and we just remind ourselves that, Jesus, you integrate grace and truth. You know how to uh, speak the truth in love, and you model good boundaries for us with your time, with your work in ministry, with the way you deal with conflict and relationship, uh, the way that you uh, ask for what you need from the Father, even picking uh, the apostles that you wanted, Mark tells us, uh, and you uh, choose a time of friendship, times for walks by the lake, many things that you did for, for self-care, for your own soul, and dealing with uh, difficult people uh, and enemies. You, you could say no, you could confront them, do it in love. And so we're just so thankful that you are a real man, Jesus, uh, the Son of God, glorious, and you took on human flesh, and you, you walked on this earth, and you showed us how to do it, how to, how to live a loving life that has limits, 
that uh, it's amazing to think that you, the the Messiah, the Savior, you're you're not uh, running around with a Messiah complex. You're not forcing your uh, rescuing on people. Uh, you are expecting the people that you help to take responsibility for themselves, and even the people that you healed, you ask them uh, to do something. Everybody that you healed needed to do something. And often it was something that they felt that they couldn't do, but you encouraged them and gave them faith to do it. So we just praise you, Lord, for your model and just pray for our listeners that we would learn more from you in the our daily lives and the details of our lives, the uh, our, our work and our relationships, especially in our families, Lord. Just pray for more, more harmony, more understanding, more uh, togetherness, more friendship. And we know that that requires... Uh, growth in our boundaries, our ability to uh, say no, but also to say yes, and to ask for what we need, and to speak the truth in love. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It's a blessing to share Soul Talks with you and your friends. Also, we hope you'll visit soulshepherding.org and subscribe to our blog, which we send out by email each week. We would love to come speak at your church or have you join us at our Soul Shepherding Institute. It's our joy to foster your intimacy with Jesus, emotionally healthy relationships, and fruitful ministry.